Losing spending power due to inflation is never a good thing. When you're on a fixed income, it can be devastating. Today on Retire Smart Maryland Radio, we'll offer seven ways to handle inflation in retirement. Welcome in to Retire Smart Maryland Radio with Prashant Sabapathy. Retire Smart Maryland Radio. Your host is Prashant Sabapathy. You can find him at Elite Income Advisors. He's an independent fiduciary. He's a published author, Fiscal Health, Retirement Wealth. And folks, it's always about retirement on this program. And we give you an opportunity to get on the calendar with Prashant Sabapathy. No cost, no obligation, and there is simply no pressure. A great website to check out so you can kick the tires, EliteIncomeAdvisors.com. That's Elite incomeadvisors.com and there are links to our radio show and podcast form there for you. Uh, there's just great information there. You can contact Prashant as well. So let's get into this. The current rate of inflation, Prashant, in, right now in the U.S., 8.2%, slightly lower than last month, but a far, far, far cry from what it was back in August of 2020, 1.3%, almost non-existent. We've put together some strategies, however, to help you navigate what is now the highest inflation rate in 40 years. And before we get there, let's hear from one of the key figureheads uh, in this discussion, and that is Jerome Powell, chair of the Federal Observe, uh, the United States, announcing just another Fed interest rate hike to help curb inflation. And he says it's not going to happen quickly, so be patient. So I, I, don't, um, I don't know what the odds are. I think that, that there's a very high likelihood that we'll have uh, a period of what I've mentioned is below trend growth, by which I mean lo much lower growth, and we're seeing that now. So the median forecast, I think, this year for uh, among my colleagues and, and me was 0.2 percent growth. So that's that's very slow growth, and and then below trend next year. I think the median was 1.2, also well below. So that's a slower. Uh, that's a that's a very slow level of growth, and it could give rise to increases in unemployment. Fed Reserve Chair Jerome Powell recently talking about what we're currently in the middle of. And before we get into, um, you know, this this particular conversation about, you know, planning for inflation, being ready for inflation, just your thoughts on on Chairman Powell's comments. You know, I thought that was a really interesting thing that he said. And if I could translate it into even simpler English, I look I, I listen to that and I think he's saying we're heading for a recession. I mean, lower growth and higher unemployment is essentially recession. That's what he's saying. And so he said we're going into a recession without really saying we're going into a recession. So uh, that's a that's a kind of uh, interesting thing that he's saying there. But it means that the Fed is committed to raising rates and bringing this inflation down. And they want to target an inflation rate of around 2%. And if we're only at around 8% now, we got a long, long, long ways to go. And the reason it's so important to retirees specifically is we, we talk so much about taxes. If you think about inflation, inflation is a tax. It's not, uh, you know, imposed by the federal government, but it certainly is a tax on your income, especially if you're on a fixed income. So uh, let's dive into some different ways to kind of combat it, because when you're on that fixed income, it can be a scary thing to go through to see prices go up, but your income stay the same. All right. We're going to navigate inflation because it is here. 8.2% again, highest in 40 years. 
So Retire Smart Maryland Radio kind of guides you through this. So let's talk about the first thing. You know, you look for spending patterns. Yeah, absolutely. Rather than looking at what you've spent, say, in the last two weeks, I'd encourage everyone out there to kind of go through your bank statements, your credit card statements from really the past three to six months, because inflation has been there, uh, you know, all throughout this year. Go back and look at the last three to six months and make a list of all of the money that you've spent. You'll see if your expenses have trended upward during the last few months. And if they have, you can evaluate that increase over time. It'll give you an idea of how inflation has been impacting your total payments, and it'll also give you the opportunity to figure out where you can kind of tighten the belt, so to speak, while we're in this higher inflation time. So it's really all about spending. Uh, You want to try to control that as much as you can. Navigating inflation, it's not going to be easy, folks, but there are ways that you can do it, things that you can kind of check off the list. You're listening to Retire Smart Maryland Radio, hosted by Prashant Sabapathy of Elite Income Advisors. There's going to be an opportunity to get on the calendar with Prashant, no cost, no obligation, no pressure. Talk about where you are in your retirement planning process. Talk about, you know, inflation and how it's going to impact what you're doing in your plan and certainly navigate it. So the first one, you know, look for spending patterns. Number two, do an in-depth, just dive in on the budget. Yeah, absolutely. You need to take some time to think about all of your expenses. That's going to include the fixed expenses and the variable expenses. Just remember, fixed costs they tend to be relatively consistent from month to month. Like, for example, if you're paying a mortgage and you're locked in at a 30-year fixed rate, your mortgage payment is not going to change month to month because you're locked in, okay? Now, your taxes could change, things like that. But for the most part, those fixed expenses are going to stay relatively the same, car payment, mortgage payment, et cetera. Um, Now, when you look at variable costs, that's where kind of – inflation hits you the hardest. And that's going to be things like spending money at the grocery store and eating out and, you know, at the gas pump, we've all been feeling it. Um, Things like entertainment, hobbies, clothing. You know, I, I remember the days when you could go down to Camden Yards and go to the Orioles game and it would only cost you 15 bucks. I feel like you go with a family of four now, by the time you get tickets and concessions and parking and everything else, it's virtually impossible to get out of there spending less than $500, right? So um, inflation is going to impact those variable expenses uh, more than the fixed ones. And for for people that have their spending in the red, look at those variable expenses and see if anything can be cut or reduced. And if you do have extra income, you might be able to use some of that extra income to put either into an emergency fund, or maybe you could put it into paying off some higher interest credit card debt. Inflation, it is hitting us right in the face. 8.2% right now. They're trying to bring it down. Uh, But folks, uh, this is something you really need to be concerned about. And then navigating inflation when it comes to your retirement plan, certainly, you know, look for your spending patterns, do an in-depth budget dive, you know, take a look at this next one too, because you may have things on your radar and maybe it's not the right time to do it. So maybe you push back some major expenses. So this is a really good one, especially at a time like this. Like if you were planning to take that extended vacation, but you haven't yet paid for it, you could, you know, push it off for a year and kind of see where we're at. Um, But really, the same is true for luxury purchases, right? If you've got your eye on a new car, new boat, maybe, or maybe it's a house remodeling project, right? We've seen the price of 
uh, house remodeling go up so significantly here in the last 12 months, maybe that's something that when the global supply chain kind of frees up, maybe those types of things get a little bit uh, less expensive. So always good to be able to put those things off if they're not emergent situations. But to some degree, you know, if you if you have a water heater go out or if you have an HVAC system go out or, or, or new roof or something, you're going to have to get that done. But some of those more cosmetic things, maybe you take a second look at it before you start spending the money right this second. Retire Smart Maryland Radio, Prashant Sabapathy, your host. We're kind of going over just navigating inflation because it is there. 8.2% is the number, and yeah. it's something you cannot ignore. So how do you do it? I've uh, got some tips for you. I mean, basically, you know, look at your spending patterns, do a real good dive on your budget, get, get into it, uh, push back major expenses, and then, you know, don't panic. Don't sell your stocks. Maybe you have that emergency fund, you draw on that cash. Yeah, drawing on cash is a good idea now, I think, for the majority of people who are invested in the stock market. Now, you may have invested funds in different accounts and and different products during the time that you were working. But now if you're heading for retirement or you're already retired, you're maybe living off of that retirement nest egg. And so there's two things that every person needs to do, especially at a strange time in the market like we're in now, is number one, it can be really helpful to understand how your portfolio is actually positioned today. And so what do I mean by that is how much risk are we taking? How much anticipated return are we going to be getting? And then thirdly, and perhaps most important, is how is that portfolio actually going to generate income for us in retirement? Because retirement is really all about how much income you have coming in. But the last thing you want to be doing is selling all your stocks at a low point because the market does tend to come back over time. And so for those with access to capital, access to cash, it may be the time to spend some of that cash rather than selling off your stocks or making extra withdrawals from your retirement accounts. Because when you use cash to cover expenses, you got to make sure that you're being careful, though, because you want to pay attention to every expense. Stretching dollars during an inflationary period could help you get through this really uncertain time, folks, then that's really what it's all about, because you have to have the right plan in place. You don't want to draw too much cash. You don't want to sell too many stocks at a low point, but it really comes with having a coordinated roadmap in place. And that's what we're able to help people with every single week when we do our radio show. So let's open up our phone lines right now. It's 800-653-8404. That's 800-653-8404. If you call us right now, you'll be able to get on our calendar here at Elite Income Advisors. And we're going to put together something that we call the Retire Smart Roadmap for you. It's going to consist of several different components uh, including that risk analysis. We'll do an inflation analysis, an income plan that'll be custom tailored for you. And that income plan is really going to show you how much income you're going to have coming in each and every year for the rest of your life. And then we'll have to examine whether or not your income is on track to be recession proof. As we head into this recessionary period that we very well may be going into, you want to make sure that your plan is as recession resistant or even recession proof as possible. And how you do that is making sure that your income has the ability to increase 
in retirement. So all of that is totally complimentary if you get one of the appointment slots with us, but our appointment calendar does book up incredibly quickly. So you have to get on the phone, pick up the phone, give us a call right now and get on our schedule. No cost, no obligation. Get your Retire Smart roadmap in place today. All right, we got 10 positions. Here's the number to call, 800-653-8404. That's 800-653-8404. Again, no cost, no obligation, no pressure. 10 spots, they will fill up fast. 800-653-8404. When we come back, tax planning. Yeah, we're going to talk about it. And we're also going to give you some retirement income that aren't taxable. Stay tuned. Welcome back into Retire Smart Maryland Radio. Your host, Prashant Sabapathy. You can find him at Elite Income Advisors. They have a wonderful resource website for you. Check out EliteIncomeAdvisors.com. Again, that's EliteIncomeAdvisors.com. Links to the radio show and podcast form, links to the TV show. It is all about retirement. And again, Prashant's an independent fiduciary. He is a published author of Fiscal Health retirement wealth. I'm Morgan Patrick, consumer advocate, and here we go. Now, we want to remind you, too, we have a limited number of spots on the calendar for the upcoming week for Prashant. We'll open those up, and it's no cost, no obligation, no pressure. See where you are in your planning process. And again, you may be in one of three areas. One, you haven't started. This would be a great time to do it. Two, you're in the middle of something with maybe an advisor or an advisory team, and you're just not getting the feedback, the communication. You've got questions. Get a second opinion. Or you're that group that's got that portfolio, but you really haven't thought about sitting down and making an actual retirement plan. Folks, we'll open up those spots. Jump on them when we do. All right. So we often discuss the importance of tax planning, Prashant, uh, when it comes to retirement. And when you get in there, it's very important. Uh, so in this portion of the program, we wanted to kind of outline retirement income that's not taxable. So take some notes. The first one is a big one, Roth withdrawals. This has been so, so, so very popular this year because I think everyone has that feeling that taxes probably need to go up in the future, right? And so if that's the case, you want as many different tax-free or tax-favored sources of income that you could possibly get. Now, the easiest way to avoid taxes on your retirement money is to use a Roth account. And that could be a Roth IRA, could be a Roth 401k account. And the good thing about the Roth accounts is that they don't offer a tax deduction, but they do allow for tax-free withdrawals after you reach the age of 59 and a half, as long as you've held your account for at least five years. And by the way, that means the original contributions that you put in, as well as all the growth on those contributions, all the interest that you earn, all of it is 100% tax-free if you utilize a Roth and take a qualified withdrawal. So that's pretty sweet. But the, the, the challenge with a Roth is two things. Number one is you can't put very much money into a Roth IRA account, right? I think the limit's somewhere around $7,000 a year if you're over the age of uh, uh, 50 years old. Now, the second part of it, though, is that there's an income limit. Okay, so if you're earning uh, in excess of $144,000 as an individual filer or $214,000 as a joint filer, uh, you may not be eligible to make a contribution to a Roth IRA. However, there is 
a, a really cool strategy out there called a Roth conversion. And a Roth conversion is when you take your pre-tax retirement IRA and you convert it into a tax-free Roth IRA. Now, the downside is that you got to pay all the taxes today, but it essentially gives you a, an account that is tax-free forever. Okay. And so you may be sitting at home saying, I've never heard of a Roth IRA conversion account. How do I know if I'm the right person to do one of those? How do I know if, if that's a good strategy for me? There's a lot of moving parts to it, but it's a great opportunity to come in, visit with us, especially if your advisor hasn't talked to you about it. Visit with us and we'll, we'll figure out whether a Roth IRA conversion is the right thing for you to do. Retirement income is very, very important. And there's forms of it that's it's not taxable. So folks, these are things you need to consider. Maybe try to maneuver in this direction. We're talking about that today with Prashant Samapathy, our host of Retire Smart Maryland Radio. So the Roth withdrawal, that is one to consider. Uh, and, and there are going to be some people in this next category, and that is inheritance. Yeah, inheritance is interesting, right? Because we all kind of maybe know that it's out there, but it, we all kind of also know that it's not usually a good idea to rely on an inheritance as a real retirement plan. And so for starters, you know, receiving an inheritance, we know it's not a sure thing. And additionally, uh, the amount that you're entitled to or that you're bequeathed really is rarely enough to fund a full long retirement. But Americans do receive an inheritance mostly at some point in their life, and it can oftentimes be a really good supplement to your existing retirement savings and your retirement plan. Now, the best part of the inheritance is depending on how, what is inherited is that it can be tax free. Okay, there may be estate tax involved if the estate that you're inheriting from is big enough. Uh, but typically, if you're just inheriting money from the bank account of uh, say a mother or a parent or, or something like that, that's going to be tax free to you, which could be really nice. But just as always, Anytime you're dealing with inheritances, you're dealing with taxes, just make sure that you're consulting with the appropriate professional. So that would be someone like a, a CPA to determine what your tax liability is, which is really going to be dependent on the type of money that you're inheriting. Retire Smart Maryland Radio, hosted by Prashant Sabapathy. We are tackling, you know, taxes. And there are uh, some forms of retirement income that aren't taxable, and you can gravitate to these. You know, having a professional work with you on a plan to make sure that everything fits together. And you explore these opportunities, Roth withdrawals being one. Uh, maybe you are going to be in a position where there's inheritance. How do you handle that? What about muni bonds? I mean, this is something uh, that a lot of people are starting to talk about. But uh, again, the income from a muni bond. Yeah, so we we did not talk about municipal bonds for a really long time because the rates were just so terrible, right? Like you would not generate any kind of income from a municipal bond, but they're starting maybe to come back into favor. And so a municipal bond is actually issued by a state, a city, or, you know, some different municipality. It could be a locality generally to fund projects like schools, roads, and other items that are really for public uh, consumption or public good. Now, Municipal bonds are granted tax relief at the federal level, which means that investors do not have to pay federal taxes on the interest earned from that municipal bond. So if I buy a $1,000 municipal bond that has a 4% rate of interest, I'm going to get $40 a year for every $1,000 investment 
that I make. And that $40 uh, a year interest payment is going to be totally tax-free. But it gets even better. If you buy a bond that's issued in the state for which you live, you're typically granted a tax exemption from state taxes as well. So if you live in a higher tax state like Maryland absolutely is, we know it's a great place to earn income. Owning a Maryland tax-exempt municipal bond not only gives you uh, interest that is federally tax exempt, but could also potentially give you interest that is state tax exempt as well. Talking about tax planning, retirement income that is not taxable, things to consider. We've gone over the Roth withdrawals, also inheritance, municipal bonds, that kind of income. What about HSAs, that health savings account and those withdrawals? Yeah, so health savings account really combines some of the best features of both the traditional and the Roth IRA, and it really combines those into a single type of package. And remember, contributions to your HSA, to your health savings account, earn a tax deduction and the earnings within the account can grow tax free when you use it for a qualifying healthcare expense which you know these in this day and age a qualified healthcare expense is a pretty darn you know broad category let's say withdrawals can be tax exempt as well um if you use it for something other than a qualified health expense there's actually a penalty. It's pretty steep. It's about 20% um, on the HSA. So utilizing an HSA could be a pretty valuable tool in, in you know, not assuming as much tax liability. All right, we've got two more to get to, and then we're going to open up the phones, give you a chance to meet with Prashant Sabapathy and his team at Elite Income Advisors, talk about your retirement situation. Again, talking about retirement income that isn't taxable and things to consider, Roth withdrawals, inheritance, municipal bonds, and HSA, health savings account withdrawals. Let's get these last two in quickly. Social security payments, but also life insurance proceeds. Yeah. So in many cases, social security payments are actually not taxable, but it's not always the case. At worst, 85% of the benefit that you receive could be taxable. A lot of cases we've seen only 50% of the benefit is taxable. I have seen some people that get their social security totally federally income tax free. There's a there's a formula that goes into it. I don't think we need to really get into the weeds on the radio here. But uh, if you want to understand how your Social Security is going to be taxed, I'd encourage you to come in, visit with the team, and we'll take you through that process. Then you mentioned life insurance, uh, Morgan. Just like an inheritance, waiting for a life insurance payout really isn't an ideal strategy for funding a retirement plan. However, if you are the beneficiary of a life insurance policy, life insurance does pass income tax-free to the beneficiaries. And so there's a lot of different moving pieces here, a lot of moving parts, I should say. But uh, if you are serious about getting ready for retirement, if you've been kind of thinking about it the last couple of years, this is the time, okay? There's so much going on in the world with taxes, with law changes, with social security, with inflation, with the stock market, with so much going on, there is no better time to sit down and put a real retirement plan together. If you give us a call, the phone number is 800-653-8404. That's 800-653-8404. If you give us a call, you'll be able to book some time with me and my team in our office in Ellicott City. And when you come in, we're going to take you through our process that will allow you to put together a retire smart roadmap. We're going to help you put that together. And what it's going to consist of is five 
key parts. Number one, a social security optimization report, which is going to help you file for your social security benefits in the best way possible. Number two would be a customized income for life plan so that you have an understanding of how much income you'll have coming in every single year for the rest of your lifetime. Number three will be a portfolio evaluation and stress test so that you can understand in a really good market and in a really bad market how your investments are going to perform. Number four is going to be that tax analysis to help you understand whether or not you can reduce your tax liability in the future. And then number five is going to be the legacy and wealth transfer plan, which will allow you to hopefully transfer wealth to your beneficiaries in the most tax efficient way possible. But you got to pick up the phone. You got to call right now. It's 800-653-8404. All right. This is your chance to benefit from that personalized retire smart roadmap. 800-653-8404. 10 spots. 800-653-8404. Call now. No cost, no obligation, and no pressure. Coming up on the program, many people strive to keep their current lifestyle in retirement. And on this segment, we're going to talk about steps to make sure that can happen for you. Locked into Retire Smart Maryland Radio, hosted by Prashant Sabapathy of Elite Income Advisors. Check them out online, eliteincomeadvisors.com. Great resource website for you. Again, that's eliteincomeadvisors.com. All of our radio shows and podcast form, there are links to the TV show. There's great information on retirement. There's also contact information. You can get in touch with Elite and talk with Prashant Sabapathy and his team about your retirement situation. Again, Prashant's an independent fiduciary. He's a published author, fiscal health retirement wealth. All right, let's get into this. Many, many people uh, want that uh, lifestyle that they have right now, and they want it in retirement. So you can do this. You can do this successfully, but you're going to need to have careful planning. So we've got six steps. We'll try to get through all six that can help you get started. First and foremost, Prashant, it seems kind of obvious, but a lot of people don't start here. You really need to determine a retirement date when you're going to pull the trigger. You know, you'd be so surprised how many people actually do not know when they want to retire. You know, it's just you. I guess when you do things one way for decades and decades, which is you just go to work and you get accustomed to that, it's hard to think about uh, kind of disrupting that routine. But you have to determine when you want to retire. Picking a retirement year lets you set a real time horizon which time horizon is a hugely important measure for retirement planning. The closer that you are to your retirement date, the less aggressively that you should need to invest. And if you don't reduce your exposure to the market as you near your retirement date, you really run the risk of entering a recession or entering a bear market, kind of like we're going through right now. Uh, before you get to retirement. Now, on the flip side, if you not if you're not investing aggressively enough while you're younger, then that means your accounts may not have the opportunity to grow as well as they otherwise would. So, having that retirement goal date in mind, even if it's not a hard line in the sand, you really need to have a good idea of that to put the best plan 
uh, possible in place. You need careful planning for retirement, folks. We're giving you steps. Jot these down, uh, and it will help you get started. Certainly, there's going to be an opportunity to get on the calendar with Prashant Sabapathy. You can do this in person. Uh, but again, that first step, just determine when you're actually going to retire. That's a very important date, and you plan, you back build to that date. Uh, what about assessing your income sources in retirement? Know what you got. You have to know where your income is ultimately going to be coming from, right? When you were working, you knew where your income was coming from. It was coming from your paycheck. But now that the paycheck is going to go away when you retire, do you know where that income is going to come from? For example, do you work for a company that's going to provide you with some type of a pension benefit when you retire? At what age are you actually going to take Social Security and how much money are you going to get each month from Social Security? Um, have you done that research to understand that? Uh, a few people have retirement income sources that meet or in some cases even exceed their working income. But the majority of folks out there will make far less in retirement. And so what you need to do is figure out how to augment, how to supplement that income in retirement. Because if your only source of income is going to be Social Security, then by the time you take taxes and potentially Medicare out of that equation, we're not looking at a whole heck of a lot of income that's left over. And so you have to do your part in putting together this income plan. If you don't know where to start with that, or if you've never gone through that, or if you're working with an advisor who's never talked to you about the importance of mapping out your income for the rest of your life, this is a great time to get started. I mean, the sooner you get to work on this, the more time you'll have to tweak your plan and really optimize it before you get to retire. We always talk about retirement planning and just the importance of just having uh, having that roadmap put together. We've got six steps to kind of get you started. We've talked about the first two already. Determine you know when you actually want to retire. Set that date. Uh, assess your income sources in retirement. Put it on the table. See what you have. And then take a look at your expenses. That's the next one. Yeah, you know, we talked about this in the first segment a little bit in terms of tracking your spending, but it becomes even more important if you're not yet retired, but just heading into retirement. Now, how much you spend during retirement is such a huge factor, because if you think about it while you're working, your financial life really comes down to how much income you have coming in versus how much expense you have going out. And when you retire, that doesn't really change. You're still going to have the mortgage payment unless you pay the house off. You're still going to have the mortgage payment and the utilities and the groceries and the gas and everything else. And so it's really about comparing your income to your expenses when you retire. Well, what we do with our income plans is in, on one side, we'll show the expenses. On the other side, we'll show the income. Well, if you don't know what the expenses are going to look like, then it makes it impossible to understand how much income you're actually going to need to live your most fulfilling life possible. So in addition to what we talked about already, which was determining when you want to retire and assessing your income sources, you have to have a really good understanding of what those expenses are, because understanding income doesn't do you any good if you don't understand expenses as well. Retire Smart Maryland Radio, hosted by Prashant Sabapathy. He's over there. I'm Morgan Patrick, consumer advocate, and we talk retirement each and every week. You need to have a plan, folks. And this is a 
good way to kind of jot down a few things and get started. We've talked about, you know, knowing exactly when you want to retire, set the date, assess your income sources in retirement, look at that portfolio, see what you've got, assess your expenses in retirement. And now we've already talked about inflation, but now you seriously have to adjust for it. Yeah, this is one of the biggest, I think, underplanned for things in retirement is is not uh, accounting for the impact that inflation will actually have over time in your retirement plan. Now, thank goodness for the last, I don't know, several years, we've had such low inflation that people really haven't had to worry too much about it. But when we look at where we're at this year, you got to kind of ask that question. What if this inflation lasts for quite some time, right? Like I remember when we were doing these shows at the beginning of the year, everyone was saying uh, from the government, everyone was saying inflation is transitory and hopefully we'll be at 5% by the end of the year. And guess what? We're nowhere close to that. We're, we've probably even gotten worse since the beginning of the year. So you got to make sure that um, your income is able to keep up with inflation. To give you some perspective on this, let's break this down into numbers because I think just talking about inflation doesn't really uh, kind of illustrate how taxing inflation can really be over time. Let's use some real numbers. If you need $7,000 a month when you retire, and let's say we're just dealing with an 8% rate of inflation like we're in right now. I hope we're not there for the long term, but let's just say that we are. If you need $7,000 per month, that means within nine years at an 8% inflation rate, that $7,000 a month is going to double to $14,000 a month. So if you're 67 years old and inflation stays at 8%, by the time you're 76, you're going to need twice the amount of income to pay for the exact same stuff that you are buying today. That is a huge, huge increase in the amount of income you will be responsible for uh, bringing to your household. And if you're retired and you don't have the benefit of a paycheck coming in, is your portfolio ready to take that task on. It's a huge concern and you have to be ready for it. For it. Otherwise, you're going to be left out in the cold. Retirement planning, very, very important. This is a great way to get started. We're also going to give you an opportunity to get on the calendar with Prashant Sabapathy at Elite Income Advisors. No cost, no obligation, no pressure. And you can start kicking the tires there. Or if you're in the middle of something, get that second opinion. So things you need to do, determine when you actually want to retire, set the date, assess your income sources uh, in you know retirement, take a look at those. Those, assess your expenses in retirement, adjust for inflation. We got two more to get to. Determine asset allocation. And then once you've done all that, you got to make up the gaps. Absolutely. Now, asset allocation determines which asset classes you're going to be investing in and how much uh, by percentage do you devote to each one of these different asset classes. It's really the driving force behind how much your accounts are going to grow in good markets and lose in bad markets. Now, shouldering a higher level of risk typically is going to leave your portfolio more heavily weighted into things like stocks. It'll grow more over the long term historically, but it also faces greater turbulence, especially when we go through a year like we're in this year. If you've invested too conservatively, uh, your funds may not grow fast enough and you'll far, fall short of your retirement goals. Okay, So if you're too aggressive, you could get swamped by market volatility it could force you to make some emotional decisions by selling out of your investments at the wrong time. So 
lot of different moving parts to that. But when you put all these different things together, whether it's asset allocation or inflation or assessing income and expenses or determining when you want to retire, you got to come up with one of three scenarios when you take all this into account. Number one, you're saving more than enough and can splurge during retirement. That would be best case. And that's what we'd like to see for our clients. Number two is your money will last just long enough in retirement, given your life expectancy. Or number three, you end up with a gap, right? And I talk about this in my book. My book's called Fiscal Health, Retirement Wealth. We talk a lot about the income gap, and that's the amount of income that you can generate each month, but that income is actually less than your expenses. That's what we call an income gap. And so if you're concerned that your retirement plan has an income gap, if you're concerned that you don't know whether or not your income is going to keep up with inflation or that you don't have the type of money that you think you need to retire the way that you want to, or you're concerned that the stock market volatility is going to prohibit you from retiring on your timeline, this is a great chance for you to evaluate that with a professional, with a specialist who has helped several hundred people retire over the years, but it really starts with you picking up the phone and giving us a call. You got to do that right now, folks. It's 800-653-8404. And when you come in to visit with us, it is totally complimentary. You leave your checkbook at home. And it when you come in to visit with us, it's just to get to know you. And we're going to help you uh, put together your own retire smart roadmap. It's going to take into account social security, risk, taxes, income, and legacy planning. You got to get that in place, but it starts with that phone call, uh, 800-653-8404. Call now. All right. Call the number 800-653-8404. No cost, no obligation, and no pressure. 10 spots. 800-653-8404. When we come back, it's question and answer time, and we're looking forward to it. We're back on Retire Smart Maryland Radio with Prashant Sabapathy, your host. You can find him at Elite Income Advisors. Great website, EliteIncomeAdvisors.com. Great uh, material there for you. It's a great resource website. You can check out all of our radio shows and podcast form, links to the TV show. Again, Prashant's an independent fiduciary. He's a published author, Fiscal Health, Retirement Wealth. I'm Morgan Patrick, consumer advocate. It's time for question and answer. We do have 10 positions on the calendar for Prashant. No cost, no obligation, no pressure for the upcoming week. So if you've got any questions about retirement planning, if you haven't started, if you're in the middle of something, need a second opinion, jump on one of those appointments. We'll open them up here in a second. So let's go to Severn, our first location. Jerry Lynn is there, and here's the question. My ex-husband worked for a company that says when he dies, his retirement account would go to me, his wife. Now that we're divorced, the company says I would still get the retirement check every month after his death. Now, he wants me to deposit that check into his daughter's checking account. Is there a problem or an issue with this kind of scenario? Okay, so this one's a loaded one, and I can appreciate the complexity of this question. There's definitely a lot going on here, Jerry Lynn. So, uh, you know, I think where you have to go with this is there's two things. Number one is I think this is a really, really good reminder just in general for all of our radio listeners to go back and get a financial checkup done. You know, I was just doing a TV show on this, and by the way, TV show airs on the weekends. Uh, if you want to catch that on local uh, WMAR. 
but I just did a TV show on the importance of doing a financial checkup. And one of the things on that financial checkup is reviewing who your beneficiaries are. Okay. So uh, whether you have had a life event like a divorce or a death in the family or a new uh, kid or grandkid, something like that, you want to make sure that your beneficiaries are up to date. Now, Jerry Lynn, with your situation specifically, this sounds like this could get into uh, more of the legal world. So what I would do here is I would consult with a uh, an estate planning attorney or some type of attorney essentially to figure out uh, who's in the right, who's in the wrong here and what really needs to be done. Now, you know, I'm not an attorney myself. Um, I don't play one on the radio either. But what I do do is I do have the ability to connect you with several of our referral partners who are fantastic, uh, you know, legal advisors and things like that. So I would start by consulting with an attorney on your case specifically. But as a general reminder, make sure you get your financial checkup done. And a lot of times that starts with reviewing beneficiaries on all of your retirement and really all of your accounts. Retire Smart Maryland Radio with Prashant Sabapathy. We are in the middle of question and answer. We'll have an opportunity for you to get on his calendar. We have 10 positions remaining, and you can uh, look at those uh, certainly and book those uh, right now uh, during the course of this show by calling 800-653-8404. Next question from Annapolis. This is George. Here's the question. My partner of 25 years passed away three years ago. I am the sole beneficiary of her Roth IRA. Now, the IRA was established 12 years before her death. I have heard the IRS has specific rules and time limits on distribution of non-spousal inherited Roth IRAs. We were not legally married. I have not taken anything out of the Roth IRA. We, you know, what are my options and what are my limitations? Okay, so... Wow, we're we're getting a lot of, a lot of really good questions this week. Uh, this one's another loaded one here. So there certainly are rules on distribution of inherited retirement accounts. That's going to be IRAs and Roth IRAs. Okay, and those rules were updated during the Secure Act, which w- which went into place back in 2020, which say that non-spousal beneficiaries must distribute IRA and Roth IRA assets in no more than a 10-year period of time. Uh, And that was after 2020. Now, what makes this a little bit uh, kind of interesting here, George, is that you said it was your partner of 25 years that passed away three years ago. So I'm assuming this happened before the SECURE Act went into place. And so you very well may be subject here to the old rules. And so with this many moving parts, kind of like we told Jerry Lynn in the last question, I think what you need to do is you really need to consult a professional with this. So in coordination with your financial advisor, you do want to have uh, probably a, a, an accountant look at this. And I would actually go to a certified public accountant, a CPA, to help you understand what the tax ramifications are for the different accounts that you have. Now, typically, I will say this, typically with a Roth IRA, you are still required to take required minimum distributions even after the account is inherited. Now, those distributions may not actually be taxable, but before you make any final decisions on how much you need to take out and what the tax liabilities are, please consult with the appropriate professionals. In this case, consult with an advisor, like if you have one already, or if you don't, you can certainly come in and visit with us. 
and with a certified public accountant to understand taxes. All right. Again, we've got 10 positions on the calendar with Prashant Sabapathy. If you've got your own set of questions when it comes to retirement planning, he can have the answers for you. Have that conversation. And again, those meetings are no cost, no obligation, and no pressure. This question from Columbia, it is Beatrice. Here's the question. I am receiving Social Security benefits. I was married 16 years, and then I divorced. My ex has passed away, but I'm not receiving widow's benefits. What should I do, and can I receive those now? So typically when it comes to Social Security widow's benefits, you're entitled to the higher of the two benefits. That's going to be either yours or your spouse's. Now, in this case of having an ex-spouse, the rules are a little bit different, okay? You may be entitled to some kind of an ex-spousal benefit, but what that kind of depends on is uh, a comparison of the two different accounts, uh, uh, two different incomes, I should say. So, for example, typically when you have an ex-spouse, in order to be able to collect off of an ex-spouse's record, your benefit cannot be higher than one half of your ex-spouse's benefit. And so, Beatrice, I think um, we really need to get into the numbers here to figure out what you may or may not be entitled to. It's hard to say in a general setting uh, since you, you asked a, a really good question, but it's kind of general info. I don't know that I can answer that question specifically, but what we'll do is we'll be able to run you a Social Security timing report and that timing report will actually be able to break down for you what your options are. And that goes for all of our radio listeners out there, whether you're married or an individual or divorced or widowed, whatever that looks like, uh, whatever is your reality, we can help you understand your Social Security benefits. And it's really important that you collect them in the most optimal way possible because I tell you what, if you collect Social Security incorrectly, they do not give you too many opportunities to go back and change your mind. So you typically only get one chance to get it right. And so you have to get it right the very first time. Final question of the program, and then we're going to open up those 10 positions on the calendar with Prashant Sabapathy, Elite Income Advisors. No cost, no obligation, no pressure. See where you are in your retirement planning process. We'll go to Laurel, and this is Jeff. Here's the question for you, Prashant. I'm 62 and was planning to work another three years, and then bang, COVID hits, and I... Well, they sent me packing. Fortunately, my wife and I had a solid emergency fund and we're doing okay. My question is, how do I know if my plan that was set to go in three years might be good to go now? I'm realizing I don't really want to go back full-time work. Uh, we have combined 200000 in an IRA and 401k, a Roth IRA with about fifty k. Is there any hope to retire now? There's always the hope for it. And I think what it comes back to is what we talked about in that last segment there in segment three of the show, which is retirement is really all about income coming in versus expenses going out. If you have enough income coming in, maybe from pension or social security, if that is enough income to be able to handle all of your expenses, both the fixed and the variable expenses that we talked about in segment one, then you very well may be okay to retire, okay? So it doesn't really matter. What I always say is it doesn't really matter how much money you have, right? Whether you have $200,000 in an IRA or you have $800,000 in an IRA, to me, that's less significant than understanding how much income you're going to have coming in each and every year for the rest of your life. Because I'll tell you what, Jeff, if you're only spending two or $3,000 a month, 
you very well could retire right now. If you're spending eight or ten or twelve thousand dollars a month, then you may still have some work to do before you can retire comfortably. So that's why I think it's so important to do that customized income plan so that we can look at what expenses are, what income is, and then compare the two to determine whether or not you have an income gap. If you do not have an income gap, retirement is absolutely on the table right now. If you do have an income gap, it all comes down to how do you fill in that income gap so that you can live comfortably in retirement the way that you want to. Okay, so folks, I know that people out there are concerned about all these different types of things, whether it's social security, identifying whether or not you have an income gap, what if taxes go up in the future, uh, in in retirement? What if inflation stays at 8% for the future? If you're concerned about these things and you're serious about wanting to understand when and how you can retire in the most fulfilling way possible, pick up the phone and give us a call. It's complimentary to come in and visit with us each and every week. We put that offer out there and it's totally complimentary and there's no obligation. When you come in to visit with us, if you come in and you determine that you're not the right fit for us or you're just not quite ready to go through the process, you can always walk away from the process with no obligation and no cost. The phone number is 800-653-8404. And when you come in, you'll sit down with me and my team. We'll get to know you and we'll get to designing your own customized retire smart roadmap, which is going to help you understand your income, your taxes, your portfolio risk, uh, and really get you on track to living the way that you want to for the retirement that you deserve after decades of hard work. 800-653-8404. Last opportunity for today's show. It's a call now. All right. We've got 10 positions for that Retire Smart Roadmap. No cost, no obligation, and simply no pressure. Call now. 800-653-8404. Another great show in the books. We'll see you on the radio next week. guarantees are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing insurance company. If you withdraw money from or surrender your contract within a certain period of time after investing, the insurance company may assess a surrender charge. Withdrawals may be subject to tax penalties and income taxes. Persons selling annuities and other insurance products receive compensation for these transactions. Products are subject to fees and additional expenses. Any comments regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to securities or investment advisory products. Information presented on this program is believed to be factual and up to date, but we do not guarantee its accuracy and it should not be regarded as complete analysis of the subjects discussed. Discussion should not be construed as an offer to buy or sell or a solicitation of an offer to buy or sell the investments mentioned. A professional advisor should be consulted before implementing any of the strategies discussed. Investments involve varying degrees of risk, and there can be no assurance that any specific investment or strategy will be suitable or profitable for a client's portfolio. Elite Income Advisors Incorporated is registered as an investment advisor with the state of Maryland and only transacts business in states where the firm is properly registered or is excluded or exempted from registration requirements. Registration as an investment advisor is not an endorsement of the firm by security regulators and does not mean that the advisor has attained a particular level of skill or ability. You should always consult an attorney or tax professional regarding your specific legal or tax situation. 